When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll try not to bring up Justin Timberlake this hour if we want to keep the show <laughs> coasting good. along. Yeah, Good idea, Ron. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Like I said, I told Holly, put that on the best of it. <laughs> and I'll probably make a promo out of it, too, oh, in addition geez. to talking about... Long time horse fans. hockey and birthing carts. Yeah, yeah. Long time fans, though they know they know about our issue. They know issue. how mm-hmm. we feel about certain people. Yeah, That's somewhere right. in the middle of the Justin Timberlake rant, Julia called um, a baby stroller a birthing cart. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of it. Is a birthing cart anything? I don't. Is it? No. No, they have chairs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I just couldn't think of what to call a stroller. I just a birthing cart. No, make way. My water broke as you crossed the crossway. All right. Okay. What are you gonna? Because okay, so this has been going on since one thirty. Yes. When you said Julia, oh my gosh, and I'm like, what is it? What is it? And you wouldn't tell me. So what is it? Okay. So you know how I have become a fan of the Instagram gossip account Dumois. Yes. Which I make you spell for me every day and I I forget it. D-E-U-X-M-O-I. You have to be a very fast reader to read the gossip because it's in the story and it's just on there for a second. People come. It's an interactive gossip site, if you will, but a lot of people give Dumois tips. Tips. There's a lot of people who post photos of celebrities. It's organically grown into whoever Dumois is. They're breaking stories that... Other Page six are, would like, or people, right, or right, entertainment right, right. tonight. Okay. Oh, no. Dumois oh, no. has heard from several tipsters. No. Here is the story. It's, it's not about Brad Pitt, is it? No. Subject, bodyguard. Message, can confirm bodyguard remake. It's Channing Tatum and Cardi B. But based on a real story of Cardi having to change security while on tour due to gun laws and her main security being possibly felons. And there have been blind items about this remake starring Cardi B and Channum. And, you know, they've wanted to remake a movie that simply does not need to be remade. The Bodyguard with Whitney. It's okay. I'm a, I'm kind of okay with the remake because I kind of think it's a wild casting idea with Cardi B. Hmm. <sighs> you All guys right, can't I get really, around it. I well, was Kevin really Costner. expecting you to be more right, upset about I, this. I, this I, is here's me. here's why I'm not. Channum, we haven't seen in anything in a while, and I miss him. Okay, that sound you hear, hell to the no, is Whitney yelling from the grave. <laughs> Julia. 
She died in February of 2014. She's yelling hell than all from heaven uh, about this rumor. Because it has been in the works since 2010. A couple years ago, there was a rumor that Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth were going to be in the movie. And then Tessa confessed that she herself started that rumor because she just wanted to see if she could. Let's do that. Okay. I love that. All right, but wait a minute. Cardi B. Yeah. Now she's going to be in a comedy. I yes, think we she heard is. that, which is fun, because I think she feels like she'd be a good comedic actor. Yeah, Actress, it's called Assisted Living. I don't know how I feel about her being a romantic lead with Chanum. Do you see the chemistry there? I don't know. You know what? I don't feel it. Yesterday you showed me a picture of her walking I down mean, a street. We We saw Cardi B play... A stripper in Hustlers, yeah. so that was an she acting feels stretch. Like she'd be a, she's like a fierce woman. Yeah, well, that's that's not stretching your acting chops when you have already been that in real life. Okay, <laughs> check, check, right? Play a stripper in a movie, Ben. One in real life, all right? Okay, and I don't this even is like. Weird. I don't like the idea of this storyline because it's so stupid because if you were having security if this was real life you do a background check and you don't hire anybody with the felon because then you need your people to carry guns if that's the kind of situation so that just seems like a dumb hole in the plot right there okay if that part is true so i don't know it would be Cardi's second leading role because she's going to be in this assisted living it's a very big movie for her to put her name on it's what a if, very big what about movie. This? What uh, if Chanum was the sexy singer, global pop star? And she was the And Cardi was the bodyguard. I'd like that better. I could uh-huh. totally That's see that. Fun. Uh-huh. I could totally see that because she's a badass. I don't see her being a demure woman who's worried about I mean, she'd take care of herself. I know, but I want you to ask your friend, Lady Diana, oh, she'll go crazy. what she thinks about okay, this. So my okay. friend, when the body I just really thought out, the hell to the no would have been okay. louder from you. That's so I'm my surprised. friend, Rocco Lady Di, when the bodyguard first came out, because yeah. we all bought the album and we went or to the, the movie. CD or it might have even been a cassette tape and saw the movie and and thought it was good, but it wasn't. It's I mean, a 1992 cinema classic. Okay. It's and a it was, classic. Okay. But my friend couldn't believe it didn't win the Academy Award. Yeah. And for years, we tease her and tease her. Okay, but what movie won in 1992? Uh, uh, somebody Google what was it the best picture. It better not have been Chariots of Fire. Yeah. then I knows? will say the bodyguard was wrong. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just a rumor. We'll see if the, if anybody else besides Dumois confirms. Usually it seems like Dumois hits it like the week before and then other people pick it up. But we do know that Chanum is going to be in that other movie that we're all excited Silence about. Silence of the Lambs. That's one. what won mm-hmm. in 92? Mm-hmm. What are you going to well, do? Well, keep in mind sometimes the awards, you know, that it would be the 93 awards for the 92 movie, whatever. I don't know. Oh. So I I'm see just, what I, you're I, saying. I, I see what you're saying, Rocco. I'll just look up what uh, 93 best picture was, uh, you know. Okay. And um, so. Unforgiven. There you go. You're there you faster go. than me. Mm-hmm. I am. Just call me Buzz yeah. Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Hackman is still alive. I thought Julie would be more mad because she's such a Kevin Costner fan. So did I. Okay, but here's the deal. I like the idea of seeing Chanum on the big screen. But he's going to be in a movie that we're very excited about. He replaced somebody. I love Kevin Costner. um, And we were very excited that Chanum was going to be in this movie. Rocco will Google it and see what's happening. Um, 
he was replacing somebody else. And we got oh, Sandra Bullock. And oh. he's in the romance. He's going to be the cover model. She's the romance writer. And he's her cover model. And then they both he gets kidnapped or something like that. But they go on, you know, the oh, yeah, the like, book tours. Yeah, 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 yeah. we love yeah, yeah. this idea for him. So I don't know. I hope this bodyguard thing. I don't see it unless we do that reverse storyline. We're cannabis pop star. I kind of love that okay. idea, Laurie. Now, what uh, if you want to know, Kevin Costner because Yellowstone has been it a huge hit again tonight. Not Yellowstone. You're thinking oh, of Big Sky. Big Sky comes back tonight. Yellowstone won't be back till June, but it's been a huge hit huge. in streaming. Huge. People have binged it, loved it, and Kevin Costner just turned 66 last week. Oh, I can't believe he's... He plays oh. Dutton, the head of the family ranch. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, the redheaded stranger, a.k.a. Willie Nelson, is out and John Dutton is in. At the Outlaws and Legend show, Kevin Costner's band is replacing Willie Nelson's, you know, his band, Modern West. Yeah, but where? At what show? Where? At the, a show in, in Vegas uh, or where? No, it's a show that's happening um, in um, uh, this Saturday. It's some well, that's kind of, because Willie doesn't want to travel right now. It's March 19th. Okay, yeah. Willie is not traveling. He's waiting for a second dose. He just got his first that's shot. Actually, thank He's you. worried about his health. He's not going to go on the road. Oh, I love Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> giddy on up, girl. <laughs> so, I Kevin, thought, how yeah. are you? Hi, Julia. It's, oh, say that again. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? <laughs> <laughs> Cozy up, girl. He played at go. the fine line. Mm-hmm. No, the at at uh, the caboose. Was it the caboose? The caboose. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I love him. Yeah. A little bit bigger. Okay. No way out. If you want to go to the his like when we first met him, no way out. That yeah. movie where he was, yeah, yeah, Sean Young. That yeah, was Sean Young. That was a okay. Good this story. kind of a cute story. Right, I just want to get to it because it's uh, Dakota Johnson stopped by the Drew Barrymore show. You know, you could tell that they were friends, yeah. and I'm really pulling for Drew. But man, I hate. I would rechange her show in a heartbeat. She would. waits to have the celebs till the end of her show. Get the good stuff out of the way. She yeah, she talks to the wait. audience and she cooks and she does all this other crap. That's the end of the show. On a t- daytime show. It is. It is. Anyway, Dakota Johnson, this is kind of a cute story and she's making the rounds for this movie she's in okay. where she plays a woman with cancer our friend i think jason siegel is yes, in it. yes 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 it is getting good reviews but it is just uh, you know a sad topic yeah um but it's based on a true story and i have loved all dakota has been giving us great darling here she is talking about a thing she used to do for getting reservations at restaurants Did you or did you not used to make reservations at restaurants under the name George Clooney as to get the best table? No, it wasn't even to get the best table. It was just to get a reservation. (laughs) But yeah, I did not. (laughs) Um, And that you saw George Clooney and he was like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, weirdly. I was like, he he, I had not met him, obviously, and he was like, I've heard about what you've done. I was like, oh my God. That's kind of cute. But he was cool with it. Couldn't she drop? She has famous parents. I know it. Well, she would just do it. And then when she'd get to the restaurant and um, she would just say, well, George is coming a little bit later. And then they would just seat Mm -hmm. her right away and they would just forget about it. Oh, but it's painful lying because I did that once. 
You dropped a famous name. I did, but it was it was the name of the food critic at the Twin Cities Reader. Her name was Carla Waldemar, and this is back in 1989 when Champs Ridgedale was just opening up, and you couldn't get in it. Oh my god, Champs Ridgedale. Yeah. So it was Lady Di, Lisa. It was the group, you know. And so I'm, you couldn't get in Champs. I mean, this is just so wrong. And so I said I was Carla Waldemar from City Pages from Twin Cities Reader. Reader. Okay, that's where I worked. And I was a food critic. So we get there. Oh, no. And they seat us. And I said, well, she's coming. We need an extra chair. You know? Right. She's coming. And then she never shows up. She probably doesn't ever, didn't make reservations ever in her real name. No, of course not, Lori. (laughs) But so here's me, because that's the only reason we got in. Yeah, okay. Because it was such a hot ticket. I mean, that is dating myself so bad. But I, the guilt and the shame of lying, and every time our weight person would come, I'm like, no, we're gonna do. That. I don't. I'm mad at myself that I've never done oh, this, I've like done in it. L.A. or something. I've done it. It's painful though, living with the lie. No, I'm not too, that kind of a thing. Oh, Lori, you could do it. Now. I, could. I, I could do it now, but back then, I mean, the guilt. Just but ate you me can't up. like have a real person that you have to do this out of town. You, of where course, you're not where you don't known. care. You, and when you're not known. Exactly. Yeah. I was mortified. Yeah, I bet. But of all, you know, the food critic from the Twin Cities Reader, Carlo yeah. Wilder, I still remember. I am calling for <laughs> reservations for George Clooney. Exactly. Oh, man. Exactly. I'm calling for 70 Hanson and 70 March. Oh, that's funny. All right, listen, this? when we come back, uh, we've got Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Good afternoon. Hello. Welcome to the Dirt Alert. It's like an appetizer sampler of gossip this afternoon. Let's start with the story that Ramona Singer has angered Real Housewives of New York insiders after jetting off to St. Bart's while the show is shut down because of another cast member testing positive for COVID-19. Oh, good grief. (laughs) So, uh, she is something. I don't know. I can't believe they kept her for another season. Well, page six is reporting that production has been halted for a couple of weeks starting mid-January. And then insiders are abuzz that Ramona could be putting the whole thing at risk by taking an impromptu vacation. A production store tells page six, quote, it's very stupid. Likely she'll have to quarantine for a while when she gets back. Well, they they probably will have that. But to even get back in the country, she'll need a COVID negative test. And then it depends on what, you know. Uh, I feel like she's already had the pro- it. But she it, feels like that to me. You can get it again, though. Yeah, I know. You know, and the pro- whatever the protocol is for, is Bravo NBC? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Comcast. So they might say, yeah, you can't. So maybe, you know, that's just people. She knows they're not going back to work, but she bugs. Mm-hmm. Well, and then page six, somebody has it out for Ramona Singer. The source t- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tells page six that Ramona, so she's posted several pictures of herself at her apartment in New York City over the past couple of days, even though insiders are confirming that she's actually in St. Bart. So she's trying to cover her tracks and make it look like she's not there to everyone. <sighs> so, you know, yeah. uh, be exhausted That's about like, that. Well, Kelly Ripa lived in, oh, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Oh, gosh. Yeah. Kelly Ripa being like, oh, I just happened to find this caftan in my closet that I've had for two decades. I just love it so much. Lies. <laughs> Lies. I kind of have Justin Timberlake level feelings about Kelly Ripa and all of that. So. Yeah, that was, oh. that was something. Oh, I just felt like, who are you trying to fool? If you If you left New York City right at the height of the pandemic and then you were trying you weren't necessarily lying about it but you weren't also talking about it in a truthful way yeah i kind of forgot that they tried to pretend like she was in new york on the upper east side yeah i forgot about that Mm, that was a little bit shady to me hey let's talk about paris hilton opening up about undergoing ivf to become a mom so paris hilton paris hilton yeah so this is a, a report from a from an interview that she's recently done so her boyfriend carter Riam and Paris Hilton she said of Carter that he's my dream guy yeah but she's got to wait she says about everybody she dates they're she all does. her dream guys she does. She's, uh, she does. she's got to get to like two years at least oh well she does say that she and Carter talk about planning a wedding all the time and planning our baby's names and all of that so well, she, she does that with every boyfriend <laughs> She really does. No, I laugh because it's true. She said, I'm really excited to just move on to the next step of my life. And she said, finally, just have a real life. And she said, we have been doing IVF. So she said, Kim Kardashian is actually the one who told me about the process. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Well, she's like, isn't she like 38 or 39? Oh, she's going to turn 40 next month. Yeah. All right. That's surprising. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that she has been in our consciousness for this long. Well, she does kind of talk about that in the documentary that was on YouTube, the Paris Hilton documentary, where, you know, I think that maybe she's kind of interested in pursuing Mm -hmm. this part of her life. So, you know, we'll see about that. Um, A couple of things to watch out for in the world of television. So this isn't surprising at all. Get your take on this. The Great Gatsby is going to be a TV series. We saw that. We both. I I hated the book. (sighs) I hated the first movie. I hated the second movie. Mm -hmm. I hate that story. (laughs) I really do. Both of us feel the same way about it. It's not our thing. Mm-mm. Well, the reason we're getting it is because The Great Gatsby entered the public domain on the first of the year. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Nobody gets paid for it anymore. Nobody gets paid for it anymore. So really, it was only a matter of time before we got wow. Great Gatsby adaptations in some form or another. Now, Well, I mean, if they could... If they could veer away from the actual story, story. Well, <laughs> exactly, it's and so just use the era <laughs> of the Roaring Twenties, set in the Roaring Twenties, you know, and like mix it up or whatever. Sure, well, you know, because it is in the public domain, I suppose they can adapt it yeah. any way, shape, or form that they want. Right. Now, there's no network involved with this. We don't have anything other that it's going to be just 
a mini series. So this is it. It's not going to go on forever. It's not going to, you know, right. It, it will have a definitive ending. So if you have as much negative feelings towards the Great Gatsby as you guys do, then you know it, it's going to be okay. Well, we were just thinking of it in the traditional sense, yeah. but if you think of it as just like as the Roaring Twenties and just take some basic things from the story all right you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you know we'll see what happens with that uh army hammer once hinted that he may have been fired from gossip girl so we've been talking about army hammer the past couple of weeks and all the things that are coming out about his personal life well the internet does what the internet does and uh finds old interviews for little gossip nuggets. So apparently on Watch What Happens Live back in 2017, a fan asked Army Hammer to name the biggest diva on set. Now, he didn't want to answer, but he did open up about playing Gabriel on season two of Gossip Girl. Do he, you guys remember that? He was Blake Lively's was. love interest. Was he good? He was on such a short, I want to say he was only on three or four episodes and then he was out of there. Hmm. Well, he says of his time on Gossip Girl, let me just say that was a tough show to film and I didn't end up actually filming all the episodes I was supposed to be on because it was so tough. And then Andy Cohen asks, well, oh, really, were you like, get me out of this? And then Army Hammer says, well, it was also like, get him out of here. Yeah, Blake Lively did not yeah. like him and yeah. neither did some of the other people. He's a weird dude. He's yeah. a very He's intense, weird, weird yeah. dude. I'm not into him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because Chelsea Handler was also a guest on the same episode, and she's kind of holding him to task, being like, well, it sounds like Blake Lively was the problem, being that, you know, she was trying to get out of Army Hammer. Well, tell us what's really going on. Yeah. Then he kind of backtracked a little bit, and he was like, no, 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 you know, trying to be a little self-deprecating. Yeah, like it was like really tough. But no, he he was um, he was written off the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, well, there he mm-hmm. goes. Bye bye in the car car. Um, so there is this book. I just wanted to let you know if you wanted to dip back into some 90s vintage gossip concerning the Clinton White House. There is a new book that may pique your interest. What is it? I saw this. Yeah. So this is by the late Linda Tripp and it's called A Basket of Deplorables. What I saw inside the Clinton White House. So Linda Tripp passed away. I believe she passed away just this last year. Is this a book? She it's had planned to re- be released after she died? That I can't speak oh, to. It's not by Linda Tripp, is no, it? No, it, it okay. is by Linda Tripp. Oh, it so is. she wrote it. She has a co-author in this. Whoa. And uh, she's writing very candidly about her experience uh, with the whole Clinton-Monica Lewinsky affair. You guys did send me an excerpt from the New York Post uh, I, I will be interested to see if you guys read this, what your opinion is on it. Because I can't wait to read it. I actually can't either. <laughs> because Linda Tripp has a, a definite point of view about what was happening between Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton, and perhaps how people were feeling at that time. So let that be a tease for some gossip, perhaps, that might be coming your way tomorrow. No, I think so. Yes. I think we're going to. Uh, th- that's so strange to me. That, that it's she's really, dead. That and she's gone out. and it's yeah. coming out. And yeah. I wonder if that's the way she wanted it. I have no idea. But Interesting, I w- Lori. Yeah. yeah, I like the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, uh, we're going to get the traffic and when we come back, the study of duh. This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, duh. Everybody knows. That's how it goes. Everybody knows.
talking about the Linda Tripp book and Lori is, <laughs> is imagining what the... No, ins- I can see why inside. Linda wanted to be dead after this came out. It's just, you know, it's all the it's all sort the dirty, of details yeah. of a 21-year-old confiding her delusional... Love, love to affair. a 50-year-old to the president. Yeah, mm-hmm, to a Jeez. friend. Yeah, I know it. It's pretty... I, I'd want to be gone. I wouldn't want to answer any questions about no, this. No, I wouldn't. But if, if Not my that kids it isn't money, believable. It's state. all very believable. Of but course. it's like, you know... I don't know why. Here's you, the thing. 20, why would you do it? Uh, here's the thing, though. 21-year-olds, don't be giving some 50-year-old a blowjob or handjob well, that's is, married. That's, wait a second. Okay? Wait and then expect that it's going to be love. This is really great advice. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's nothing. It means nothing. okay let's get to the study of does shall we he already played i know he did (laughs) we're just a little late we were having this side conversation about what the book would say rocco can weigh in on this study of duh because um this was a recent um survey not a study but they surveyed um 4,000 american parents with uh school-aged children and asked them how sharp their math skills were. And um, oh. 70% of parents say it's very hard and confusing to do kids' math homework. Oh, it yeah, was, that's a duh. It's a duh. It is a duh. It's such a duh. It was horrible. It, hasn't it been that I, for a long time? Is oh. it just getting worse? I was out very early on. You were, yeah. I might have made it to first grade. <laughs> yeah. Somehow my my son chose my wife to be uh, his math yeah. buddy, and so I, I'm staying out of it. But. Well, more than 6 in 10 couples, 63% of parents actually negotiate who is going to help the kids finish their homework with 85% of parents saying uh, they can sometimes break into full-fledged arguments about who's going to do particularly the math. Well, you know, I would always find uh, Bill did it. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrible at it. And then when we couldn't figure something out or something, I'd call one of the friend's parents that are in the same grade as my kid. Right. There was a palindrome. What age, what age did you age I'm out of your kids? Grade. Fifth grade. Rocco? Fifth grade. What's the question? What, what age, age did, did you, you age out of out? doing math, like looking at his math homework and oh. saying... Like I said, my yeah. Since it's been as at, at, at home, my wife's been doing it. For, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but they like it that you know. Well, yeah, no, it's true. But it is the the math. I think has been hard for a long time. Oh, please. because I remember Casey because his kids were like in fifth and seventh yeah. grade when we got we married. Didn't need to get and I looked at even the fifth grader, and I was just like, holy. Yeah, right. there's things that you, you just don't yeah. need to okay. know about it. Here's another one. This is okay. a duh. This is going viral on video, uh, as many things do, many wacky ideas. Okay. And uh, do not use a erection cream on your lips, okay? Oh. Because, uh, first of all, did you first, know, there was, know there was an cream? erection cream? And I'm like... Yeah, that's like the same thing. Don't use like sriracha. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Duh. Yes, it might tingle I mean, and make things puff up wow. a bit, but what else is it gonna do? I mean, my goodness. So yeah, there's some TikTokers uh, going showing how. Basically, I saw a movie and this girl put erection cream on her lips and it made them really big. So he smears the lip cream, kind of tingles, blah blah blah. They're looking bigger and bigger. He couldn't even get to the full five minutes, and they were bigger. 
But doctors are saying, listen, this is not to be played with. You could flare up cold sores if you don't already have them. It could sting. You could get blisters, uncomfortable swelling. If this is what it does to your lips, people are putting it on their wiener. Oh, dear. If it's bad for (laughs) your lips, why is is it good for your wiener? It isn't. It isn't. Rocco? I've never heard of any of this stuff. And it kind of reminds me of a joke I heard, something about um, something, something that makes his back stiff. Oh, then why don't you put it? Uh, I'm trying to look it up. Yeah. But I mean, that is the question. If you shouldn't put erection cream on your lips, aren't your lips made out of the same kind of material? <laughs> yes, Lori. Yes, I, I love that. The same type of material. Is that Gore-Tex or is that just a straight cotton blend? I mean, what is going on here? You're so funny. You're so funny. But I mean, if it's good for the goose, but it's not good for the gander, but it's all the same thing, I don't understand. So I really, I don't know if this is a dart or not. I really just wanted to wonder about erection creams and, uh, you know, out loud. And I'm now wondering how many ads we're going to get for it on our computer. Oh, Right, Okay. Lori. I'm in email right now, so okay. they're not showing up. Julia, if there is a survey being done yeah. about what are what's the most beloved part of winter for people, what do you think it's going to be? Oh, snow. Snow, snow. is a top answer. Snow. Uh, the, well, what's the most beloved? I bet some people like the idea that they can't do anything and they have to stay inside. Well... I like the snow. I like the um, fires. Bing, ding, 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 yep. ding, ding. That's Having right up there. Having a fire. I like You're just missing one the, thing. The sports, like snowmobiling, skiing, all that kind of stuff. I, that's, that, uh, that's in the I feel top. like that goes with snow. Yes, it does. Okay. It does. Um, what am I missing? People love hot chocolate. Oh, in the winter, people actually you will make what? the real, you know, with, you Lori, whisk it. you love it. Casey you whisk it. it with the milk. Racco, do you like making real hot chocolate, not yeah, a powder? Yeah, if I do make it, I do like it real. Yeah, yeah Lori, the real kind. I don't care. When I need it, if it's in an instant package, I'll do it, but I love the mar- Mine is how many marshmallows can I fit in my cup? Yeah. And I buy the minis. Yeah. Because they melt better. So it's kind of a... Oh, I love hot cocoa. Yeah. National that's Hot a, Chocolate Day is coming up, so maybe it? that's so why maybe this we'll study is out. celebrate that. But yeah, also building a snowman. Yeah. And baking. We've all been doing that for a year. No one cares about that anymore. Okay. uh, This is another uh, study of duh. Okay. Um, And that is that uh, three and four adults eat more frequently during the day since COVID started if they're working at home. It's amazing that that refrigerator is in your (laughs) office and a freezer too now. And oh my God, I've got a stove and a dishwasher, all this right in my office and a microwave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also another study that came out said that People were so surprised, um, you know, in their 30s or whenever it is that your metabolism takes a turn. Yeah, when is that? It's different for different it people. It is different. Um, when but things start to go south. Nobody uh, ever believes it until it happens to them. Sure. Mm-hmm. I know someone that we know that ate everything and said, I don't have to worry about it. And then suddenly five years later, hmm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. nobody, unless you got a tapeworm. Exactly. Where do you get those? <laughs> Can I get that at CVS on my way home? I wouldn't mind a tapeworm. Yeah. Um, Gosh. Well, here's kind of a, we're doing duh, right? Yeah, we're doing duh. Okay, so other things with duh um, are um, 
you know, how things that we used to talk about and get excited about how that's all changed with COVID. Remember, mm-hmm. weddings used to be a big oh. deal. And this yeah. was the year of anti-wedding. You know, anti-wedding anything, because it was just such a horrible, horrible year for all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. planning weddings and everything. People are sick of talking about parenting. Yeah, probably the parents. parents that's down 17%. Mm-hmm. People are sick of talking about it. I kind of thought that was interesting. People are beauty and fashion. I mean, think that doesn't get a lot of coverage anymore. No. Although Amanda Gorman got a modeling contract. I she got saw signed. that. I was kind of love that for her. She's so pretty. And, uh, you know, just she can add modeling. It's a long list. That, of it. yeah, It's another thing to add everything. to the list. She's everything. Yeah, really. Um, okay, here's one All last right. study. This was the study I talked about earlier. Um, where um, it's the third study out of Denmark where they have been studying the mental health challenges that are happening during COVID. In their first round of studies they did, they focused on women. They started um, early, like at the beginning of March, and then they did a second one the end of April and May, and then the latest was um, November and December. Okay. And... Women initially showed greater signs of mental distress during the first round of COVID lockdowns. Okay. Now it is men facing the most mental health challenges during uh, the, the second COVID round. second wave. Um, and what are they attributing that to? Well, I think that they attribute it to, um, let me see what the researchers say about it. Um they say it's interesting, but they're not really sure if they can say exactly based on the data at hand. Perhaps it has to do with uncertainties, uncertainties related to unemployment. Yeah. Um, and the job market has been, of course, negatively affected. And the private sector, which does, you know, employ more men than women. Yes. So it could be that... Uh, Economic woes and then also the friendship tool. They're going to address that maybe in the next round of the survey. And this was published in Acta Neurophysicitrica. Not that one. I don't know how to say this word. Let me try it again. Danish. Neuropsychiatrica. Oh. Acta Neuropsychiatrica. Wow, that's a mouthful. I read it I that know, time instead of in let. That. You should renew her subscription for a birthday present. Maybe that's for right. Valentine's Day. You're right. It'd be such a perfect the narrow something in Actica. And yes. Okay. Wow. And then my last study is again, 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 again. They keep doing studies. If you feel stressed out to get out and even walk around your block or go take the elevator down, get outside. Get some exercise. Get some fresh air. Even if it is only 10 minutes. Okay. To, to get fresh air. Smell, yeah, just whatever. Okay. It's a mental health. Uh, I think that's a good one. Yeah. They they just keep studying that. And I just keep telling them, just keep regurgitate the study. We'll believe you every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, we'll be right back. If this, that song is bringing you back, you should take a look at the fashion, the trends of the odds that Holly posted. Yes. Oh, it's good to know that in every... Every fashion, every decade, every decade there's terrible fashion. fashion. It isn't just limited to one. There's good and bad in both. Got it. I give you dresses over jeans. That was something that in the was early a weird. Odds. You had to. 
I, that was a weird time. Well, just that was not a good fashion. It also gave us going out tops with jeans, which we still like. Yeah. You know, the old quote unquote. But anyway, it's kind of, kind of fun. The low raised jeans I, with the whale tail. Okay. I loved Mm-hmm. I we had so many pairs of those, Lori. And then remember, if you had um, great thong underwear with a little jewel, yes, at the yes. top of them. Lori and I tried to invent um, jewelry for thong underwear. Okay, mm-hmm. Rocco. Yeah, yeah. as along with down there, hair care, yeah. color, and stencils, and mm-hmm. keep the kitty pretty. Keep the kitty pretty. Oh book. wow, that we, didn't. We had a ton. Of we stuff. had we our job money. here. Yeah, oh, we, see. we didn't then. have time didn't to have raise time to money do. and then run a company at the same time. Yeah. It didn't I occur to us. Do it or? No, we were like, uh, it's a lot of work to be an it's, entrepreneur. It is. <laughs> of a down there hair care business. Of anything. I really. Of and, anything. And, it would have taken off. Right. Because we were already, we made we, our nipple money back in three months. And that was like 27000 I remember those low jeans. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of fun looking at that, listening to that uh, old song. But here is a little story that I know you're going to like that yeah. R- Roger Friedman wrote today in Showbiz 411. Mm-hmm. Jane Fonda will receive the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award from the Golden Globes on February 28th. Oh, it feels like this should have been done years ago. Well, it would, but here's what Roger said. Um, and this is always they honor people who are great actors, who practice amazing philanthropy and are active and our right. activism. That's who's gotten sure. like in the past, like Tom Hanks, Oprah Winfrey, Angelina got it a couple years ago because she's been a UN, yeah, global, you know, uh, Audrey Hepburn, Denzel Washington, sure. a lot of Robin Williams. So Sidney Poitier, Sophia Loren. Anyway, he's, he said, I'm pleased for Jane. I've known her since 82 She's always stood up for what she believes in, whether or not it was popular. And she's gotten a lot of criticism and she's never backed down. Bravo, Jane. I've not always been a fan of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, but this is maybe the best thing they've ever done. Jane has managed to do it all. She's been a famous daughter, wife, mother, grandmother, activist, actress, sex symbol, and friend. She has a wide variety and circle of enthusiastic Fans, friends, and supporters. She's a sensational 83 years young, and she celebrated her 80th birthday by raising a million dollars for three different charities. And for the last couple of years, you know, she does the Fire Drill Fridays. Which are something that she does. It's a national movement to raise public awareness of the urgency of climate crisis. In her latest book, What Can I Do? My Path from Climate Despair to Action details her personal journey. So... Anyway, there's uh, that's that's and something. She's gone. She's gone gray in the last. Remember, she's silvery. Said, it's so beautiful. She's really. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she looks really great. So February twenty eighth. That's okay. when. Uh, the that's Globes. when the Golden Globes are going to be. And then today marks one year since the tragic deaths of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. That was and all kind the other people everywhere. on that helicopter. Mm-hmm. A lot of families. Yeah. Were. Uprooted because mother daughters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember that? That was just like was, so shocking. Was, I thought it was on a Sunday. Well, it yeah, might have been, right. but yeah. today is the actual yeah. anniversary of the day. That was shocking. And um, his. Uh, and then you just hear heard how 
no one should have been in the air that day. There was no vision. There was no this. There was no that. Yeah. Well, you know, people get very... It reminded me of JFK. Yeah, Junior. I know. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been flying the plane. He didn't have enough experience. Right. There was no visibility. Well, his, his widow posted a thing. Vanessa? Um, Vanessa from one of Gianna's friends who wrote her letter. Now, what was her... What was the daughter? Was she like 14? She was like 12. 12 something. A friend of Gianna's wrote her a letter of remembrance and gave permission. You know, I guess she said, I want to post it. I mean, I couldn't even, you just start crying when you read it. Of everything, what she remembers about her her daughter. daughter. It's just so lovely. But yeah, all the morning shows had Kobe stories and Mm -hmm. stuff because that was just so shocking and we didn't even know how much more shocking the year was going to get. Exactly. We were so innocent about everything. Oh, we thought that, sweet. you know. Uh, also, if you want to take a look at Nia Dennis, her floor routine for UCLA Gymnastics. That's She's a super senior. Fun. It's amazing. Um, yeah, going back to the aughts, the trends of the aughts. How about the gladiator T-strap cutout sandal booty that hurt your feet like hell? Well, whoever wore that? A lot of people wore it, yeah. Julia. I have some in my closet. I see these shoes on you. They had the straps and your toes were poking out. I did. Baby Gosh. doll dresses. I love a baby doll dress. I still do. Mm-hmm. But boy. And flip-flops is real shoes. That is continued. That is not just belonging to the odds. No. Mm-hmm. That's been around since the 70s, Lori. Yeah, but it really... It's bad for your back. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, flip-flops, they're terrible. 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 Good thing we're not wearing them right now, what except in our it? house. Oh, it's Tuesday, January 26th. It's 5.55. Everyone have a great night. Thanks, we'll be back home. tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.